NFT with Sammy podcast. We have not one, but two special guests on this podcast. And they happen to be two women in the space, in the NFT space. We have Picante and Daph. All right, we'll start off with like brief NFT intros. Daph, do you want to go first, introing yourself? Hi guys, I'm Daph. I'm a community manager of Azuki and currently full-time project manager. Nice. And then Picante, do you want to go next? Yes. Um, my name is Picante and I'm a mod at Wonder Pals, um, Clementine's Nightmare, and I also uh, manage the community at Funkles. Um, in real life, I am applying to dental school. <laughs> right, so I'm just going to explain <laughs> I'm going to explain the two, uh the two projects real quick for those of you who don't know. So the first one um for for Daph as a community manager for Azuki. So Azuki is basically um a 10k avatar. It's like the avatar is similar to like, you know, anime style. Um and basically on January 12th, they launched and it, it, they launched on Dutch auction and they basically minted out in like three minutes on Dutch auction at one ETH. So incredible success. I'm like really excited for the future of Azuki. And then then we have Picante. She's a mod for Wonder Pals, which is 10K, really cute pals, guys. You should check out the art. It's really cute. And um, Picante, let me know if I'm wrong, but like it really started out with like Mina, just like just free drawing. And then all of a sudden it just gained traction. And now you guys have like 80K Twitter following, still have a closed discord just for like to monitor, like kind of, manage the the population better but like wonder palace has like skyrocketed and you guys are planning on a february is it 26 launch yes um i know it's crazy to see like how big we've gotten because honestly like for me i got in discord pretty early and all i was kind of following was like mina's vision and i know her talents and i've seen her previous work and i feel like wonder palace really like is mina like when i see wonder palace i think of mina and um, I'm just so excited to see others really um, see her potential and just, you know, give support to her and her baby, right? And yeah. yeah. And also, like, we're minting on the 26th, and that's my birthday, so I thought that was super special. It was it was a coincidence, but yeah, <laughs> super special. Is it a coincidence, though? <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's super cute, though. Like, I mean, you might be kind of stressed out on your birthday, but it's going to be amazing. I know, I'll be, like, fighting Fudge for my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> okay, before we get into, like, the the, the nitty-gritty, do you guys want to just tell a fun fact about yourself? Like, maybe, like, non-NFT-related so people can get to know you guys better? Yeah, of course. Um, a random fact was that I graduated with an environmental studies major, so me coming into this space, I really don't know what I was going to expect. And before I became... A community manager. I worked on a TV network as a producer and a graphics operator. And then after that, I actually ended up doing some streamer work and I basically helped with their production and was sort of a housemaid for them as well. <laughs> a housemaid. I love that. Um, for me, I, I mentioned I'm applying dental school right now. Um, I majored in biochemistry. Um, it's actually my last semester. And I work as a dental assistant, but I've definitely reduced some hours after getting into the NFT space. Okay, guys, I mean, this is like, we're, we are recording on Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> I have to ask, like, 
what is your ideal Valentine's Day date night? I say ideal, not what you did today. <laughs> we all know what we're doing tonight. Because <laughs> I, I know what you guys did, are doing right now. Um, I, I'm just obsessed with Demon Slayer right now. So <laughs> I would say, um, just like binge watching like the whole season and just eating some Korean chicken, some beer. <laughs> oh my god, that sounds amazing. I know, right? Dev, how about you? It's definitely been quite busy to really enjoy a nice date night, but usually some casual TFT or watching or catching up on Demon Slayer or Attack on Time with my man. So you guys, are you guys watching like Demon Slayer together? Are you guys, <laughs> are you guys each other's Valentine's? Like, Dev. Wait, but you guys actually are probably each other's Valentine's. Day. <laughs> no, for real, though. No, we all are right now. Actually, yeah. We are spending Valentine's together. I know. So, yeah, we're, we're spending our Valentine's Day with each other. Let's cheese Wait, that's a vibe though. I know. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. So guys, like, I would say like, so my podcast is surrounded by like, trying to um, teach like beginners in the space. Like if, if anyone wasn't, um, acclimated with nfts like as they continue to watch the podcast um they would be able to learn a little bit about the nft space and then maybe eventually they they want to like dip their foot in it so i guess my next question for you guys is like for beginners in the nft space like what like what is what is a like what does a mod do what does a community manager do like what does your day-to-day look like um i feel like this really varies widely with every project out there um, but for Wonder Pals, I usually take initiative in setting up like small community events. And, you know, like having those events really ensures that the community grows organically. And that applies to both Twitter and Discord. So for Twitter, we have a lot of fan arts going on. And sometimes we don't even, you know, announce anything like a whitelist giveaway or a last giveaway. Mm-hmm. People just create fan art and they tag us and we share and we, you know, all kind of have that experience together and I feel like within discord there's just like so many things you can do like I know like there's like voice chats going on sometimes and like people would like stream them drawing like wonder pals fan art and like teach people how to use like procreate and things and it's just super wholesome and like really nice to see yeah do you find yourself like kicking out a lot of bots as a mod like are there a lot of bots entering wonder pals discord i know it's a private discord so i'm, I'm curious yeah. like if you're seeing more so, bots i'm i now have experience and more like bigger like open servers as well as closed servers and then with wonder pals we definitely try to um you know obviously number one is to avoid bot attacks so we do have that implemented but also to kind of see like if there's any like complaints from the general chat of like mm-hmm. possible you know <laughs> like paid grinders or you know i don't yeah. like really talking about it but so we definitely tried to keep this like a safe place for those who are in our discord because there's a lot of people who are new as well so we want to give them the time to kind of grow and learn from yeah. a safe community no that makes total sense all right, Daph, we'll go to you next. Like, what, like, can you explain the job of like a community manager? Oh, as a community manager, there was a ton of setup and structure to set up in Discord alone, especially with like all the rise of hacks and scammings occurring. 
So what I really did was tighten up the security of the entire Discord and limit a ton of permissions for for each role and even with mods as well. Um, and especially as you're building out the community, there's a ton of things to look out for, like being able to communicate with the team about community sentiment and what the community wants, especially if being an NFT project, it's really about having your community be able to share and give feedback for the team to improve on as well. And throughout the whole um, engagement, like you're also looking out for wonderful potential mods like Picante, who's able to <laughs> uplift the community and also educate each other about being safe and also inspire each other too, to like help other people as well. Yeah, I mean, did you like, leading up to the launch of Azuki, did, did you have to like kick a lot of bots out? Like, were you working overtime? Oh man, uh, there was at some point as um, we were getting waves of bots up to like 600 per minute and what we basically did was um, we set up like a BMO bot which is um, a bot that has a library pool to ban pool all these uh, bots that were caught in other servers and that way it helped like clean out a few bots but there's still a ton that are um, that bypass that and usually it's through manual banning. We just go into the server settings and check the members and then we type in the names and basically up to 100 will show up and we'll probably like just clean it out from time to time. And getting more mods to help you with this uh, with these tasks helps uplift that work for me too as well. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I can't imagine 600 at once. Like that's, yeah. that's like some insane numbers. We, we're yeah. at about 100, more than 100,000 banned in our server. Oh, wow. Oh, I cannot believe. Oh my god. Thank god for those. I feel like it's important to like um keep improving and evolving like as staff and team members too. Like all the people, all the scammers, they're going to look for new ways to infiltrate and kind of manipulate, you know, the community, right? And mm -hmm. I feel like you we figure out this one huge attack planned and we're like oh like thank god we like fix it but then we also have to like always be on our toes and see like be always like one step ahead of these people so i think it's important oh. to like always to continue improving and like learning and researching like previous scams and things like that yeah definitely i mean like as much as like the space is like growing and improving in like a positive way like at the same time on the other side like so are the scammers right like exactly it's, it's like both ways yeah i totally agree with that i guess like another question i have for you guys leading up to this like being a mod and being like a project manager now like those are heavy roles and they take up a lot of time uh, like there's a lot of engagement on like both ends like how do you guys how do you guys even balance like um like outside commit like irl like commitments social like like other like just like your personal life, pretty much. Like, how do you do that with, with your, um, with your Web three roles? Um, I personally had to cut down like a lot of in real life work hours to accommodate for my NFT work hours. Um, but I feel like the timing was pretty good because um, I don't plan on attending dental school until like next, like maybe like a year and a half from now. So I do have some time to figure out like whether you know, I'll be attending dental school or, or like to see where this place, like the space takes me. But yeah. we'll see. I, I'm still kind of navigating my way through and seeing what feels right and everything. Yeah. I mean, I think that was a good decision to like, uh, 
to like push dental school because like dental school like you can always go back but like you know the nft space is growing like right now for you so i think that was like i think that's a good decision I think it's just like a hard decision for me because for the last couple of years, it's all I've kind of like, I've had like tunnel vision towards dental school and, you know, that's all I knew. And this opportunity like suddenly comes my way, like maybe like three months ago. And I'm like, okay, this is something I never saw coming, but I kind of like how it's affecting me or like benefiting me and affecting me and like just it's just crazy. Like, honestly, it's been crazy so far. How about, how about you, Def? Like, how do you, how do you balance being a project manager and like, <laughs> I was going to say like having a life outside of Azuki. Honestly, I, I actually slowly transitioned, transitioned out of my job at that time. And it was a very difficult time for me too, because it was sort of, it was actually very risky for me to go full time into Azuki. But as I kept like talking with the team and communicating with them and trying to understand what their visions were, like that helped me realize that the risk I was taking was definitely going to be worth it, and that, um, and that like my previous job wasn't feeling or giving me the same amount of growth that Azuki gave me. So I really took in a ton of time and I just set boundaries with the previous job and slowly transitioned out in the. And it has been crazy, but for me, like to really balance out with my social life outside of both jobs, like actually just like degened into Azuki. Like there was probably <laughs> I was spending like 18 hours a day for like three months straight, which is something I do not recommend, by the way. Um, but I think as time went on, I started building relationships with other mods and they were basically giving me a lot of advice to set boundaries for myself, to take care of myself. and. I was able to like feel more balanced about that. But as after the mint, I was able to get a little bit more free time and be able to reconnect with my IRL friends too as well. I was literally gonna ask you like, are, are you like on weekends, do you just hang out with Suzuki too? <laughs> like, oh, we were mostly hanging out on the Discord a lot too. <laughs> it's like, it was just so active to, at that time too. And like, you know, sometimes if it was the weekend and I'd be like, you know, we can play a few like, games of League of Legends or TFT and just like chill in there. Yeah, like I love randomly hopping into like the Azuki OB chat and then you guys are playing Scribbly or not like last time. It's so <laughs> such a good time and everyone's it's just hilarious. Wait, Scribblio is like literally like my favorite game. Me too and Gartic Phone. I think those are like my top two. I know. Oh my god, I'm oh I only love it because I'm like a terrible I'm terrible at art. So I just like get the worst expressions when people see what I'm trying to draw. They're like, are you serious? That was a 10. Like Everyone's like F in the chat. F in the chat for Picante's drawing. It's so, it's so funny. <laughs> anyway, guys, like I want to pivot to this. This is a question I'm like so intrigued by. Like, I'm curious for your stories. Like, do you have any, it can either be like a fun story on the job or like a horror story on, on the job. Do you have any like fun or horror stories being like, a mod or like a project manager slash community manager once community manager oh man like i <laughs> i love playing around and because like i am such an enabler which i never realized until i created this sussy bacchus thread for you know a group of delinquents who ended up releasing a chain of like animate features and 
Honestly, that was like a horror story for me because at some point my team was getting really concerned about what I created and what monstrosity that just came out of this. And then they wanted to burn it down and I was like, it's getting out of hand. But I was able to just really control them by whenever if they went overboard, I would just reply with like a Pepe stop emote. <laughs> And then they would just like stop right away and then add a chain of that whenever someone gets too sussy or something like that. And or, or the or the like the boop one where you like hammer them. Okay, <laughs> the bonk. Yeah, the bonk. Yeah. I think like emotes in the server really help like be able to be serious but fun at the same time. Yeah, hundred percent. It's just crazy because that sussy Vaca's group became um, like a core community of Azuki because they chose to become blue beans when our motto is take the red bean, but they're like, nah, we want to be blue beans. And, <laughs> and it was really crazy because it was really interesting because, you know, I would go to Sussy Bacas for a lot to get like actual feedback and advice about things. And they would give me um, very insightful information and very insightful like um, feedback about what I was doing or what, the team should do as well and I realized like with that so many people going into like newer projects and not being able to have fun was being able to enable them to be themselves again and it was just really interesting yeah no definitely I mean I feel like like Sessi Bacas is like your family like even like when you were telling people to behave like they were all like they, they all like reacted like you were their mother they were like yes Steph <laughs> oh man yeah no like, like for mom. real when i first joined azuki too i was chilling in the chill chat most of the time but once i found out there was a sussy baka like i like didn't really say anything in there because at the time like i think i was that's when i like started to mod for other places so i didn't want to like say anything inappropriate and get in trouble so i would always just like send like the blue bean emote and be like lurking and like say something like every couple of days and they're like oh like you're still here you're like it was just a lot of fun oh my god dude would you say that sissy bagos was like your second home though <laughs> i i think so i think i identify as a blue bean a little bit more than a red bean <laughs> heck yeah oh and also like my horror story i guess it's happened like once or twice but when I'm like in projects and you know, like everyone asks like, oh, where are you from? Like, how's the weather? But when they answer like a location that's like kind of near me, I get like full panic mode. Like, I'm not like, I don't wanna like hide anything. And I'm like also like kind of dogs, but like whenever yeah. someone says they know like, like around where I live, I guess like they're like closer to me. I get like, oh my God, like, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like, honestly, I feel like in the NFT space, like, you know, you get close to people, like, you have all these, like, Web3 friendships, and then, like, the minute IRL starts seeping in, I'm just like, oh, shoot. Like, when someone, literally, like, same as you, when someone tells me, like, they also live in SF, I'm like, oh, oh shoot. I feel pretty lucky living in LA because there's just so many people in LA, so... I felt like because I'm doxxed and a ton of people are in LA, it's not ever like an awkward situation where I have to meet up like with a small, actually, I don't have to like meet up with a one person, but I can actually meet up with a group of people. Mm. So I yes. feel like that's the benefit of that too. Outside of NFTs, like what do you guys like to do on the weekend? Like what do you like to do for fun? 
Ooh, I feel like I haven't really seen a lot of in real life friends in the past <laughs> couple of months, which is so bad. But um, before NFTs, I like having people over for hot pot. I love having like a big spread, and I also like just having chill game nights with alcohol. But um, <laughs> I'm 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 a homebody, so I always love to stay home with my dog. And, like watch shows. How about you, Dev? I'm a relatively active person when it comes to my weekends. Um, I tend to go bouldering and rock climbing a lot, and also play volleyball. But I also love hot pot, and that's usually like an everyday meal I would take in. <laughs> <laughs> I guess like one thing I want to talk to you guys about is like my friends, uh, my hometown friends. They always say like they're they want they're interested in the space, but they're a little hesitant because they feel like the NFT space is a little hard to penetrate and that's like really saturated with like the people with seniority in the space like um and they they feel like they're like too late essentially like do you guys have any advice for people who are beginners that want to enter the space but feel a little like I guess the word is intimidated um I would definitely say um to join like an established community that have you know already minted and they have like a core community that, you know, have stuck around and they know know about the project and they know about the NFT space. And like, you don't really even have to purchase the NFT to join those servers. There's like, usually like always a public general discord chat. And I see and personally know so many community members that are like eager and um, they really like to provide more insight through their own experience. Yeah, that is great advice. How about you, Daph? What advice do you have for beginners in the space. Oh man, this one's uh these are standard. Um, just always close your DMs on Discord. Never <laughs> click on any suspicious links and always take time researching about the right projects. And also like what Picante mentioned, like don't be afraid to ask questions. There's tons of communities that are so open to helping new people onboard onto NFTs and guiding them the way to really be able to join the journey of for NFTs too. That no, seriously, I think that's like the number one rule. Like, literally, like, I made my friend in real life friend who's getting into NFTs. Like, I was like, what's the what? Like, what's the one thing I told you to always remember? She's like, what? I was like, close your DMs. And now every time, like, she's like, she like asked me one time. She's like, oh, like, do you think this is real? And I was like, what did I tell you? And she's like, close my DMs. And I was like, yes, never open DMs. My next question for you guys is, do you have any advice for others that want to take on more responsi responsibility in the space? Like, um, Picante, you're a mod, Def, you're a project manager. Like, I, I know there's a lot of people in the space that want to take a bigger part. So do you have any advice for them? Um, I would say always look to make genuine connections in that space. And I know this is like a very overused saying, but just from like hanging out in Discord, I've already met like moderators, community managers, and even founders of other projects. And you know, when they're in the servers that you're in, like you guys have some kind of like commonality to like talk about and potentially create a new friendship as well, which I think is very special. And you know, I met Daph, you know, just through Azuki, and I think that's really funny because now I'm probably gonna go visit her and hang out with her <laughs> soon. Yay. I'm really excited for that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then I guess for me as a community manager, um, mindfulness was number one. 
because there's always a ton of people who come into your server after probably a ton of grind and sometimes it's really frustrating for them and what people experience a lot was that some people will come into your server to troll or FUD or grief and just always remember that we're all humans and some people make mistakes when they're frustrated so sometimes a simple conversation can like help them steer the wheel to remind them that we're all here to achieve, achieve the same goal and to be more inclusive of others and also just be yourself more as well. Also, like, I kind of wanted to talk about how, like, you know, when you come into the Discord, you don't come in, like, with your real name, with your real profile picture, like, web to um, social media. And I think you can really make or break what you do with the identity you create within the Discord. But for me, it was just, like, super refreshing and it almost felt like a fresh start because, you know, no one really, in the beginning, no one really knew what I looked like or who I was. And it was nice to just be kind of judged, like, just based on, you know, my actions, my personality. I, I, I don't even want to say judged, but I guess just see me for who I am. Like, it's very transparent. Like, you could always look through my message history, like, it's there. And I don't know, I kind of, it was just a really nice feeling for me because I've struggled a lot with, like, social anxiety. So it helps me kind of have those relationships without you know, the like the pressure, yeah, yeah, like, like, yeah, the pressure of the pressure of like delivering like in real life. I totally mm -hmm. get that. Mm -hmm. All right, guys. I mean, since it's like us three um on this podcast as women in this space, like I feel like we should take this time to talk about like um to talk about like our experiences as women in this space. Like, what have you guys experienced? Like, um, because I know like generally like when people think about tech, they think like. Oh, it's like a male-dominated space, but I, f I personally feel like with the NFT community, it's like a little different. Would you guys like agree or disagree? Um, in my personal experience, I feel like everyone I've befriended, like all the women, they have been like the most supportive and the most empowering people I've ever met, and that really includes you guys as well. Like, I don't think I would ever imagine doing a podcast or speaking in public. I guess I really do have really bad stage fright, so even me like doing this right now i couldn't have done it without you guys you know being with me every step of the way like helping me you know think of what to say and just being super supportive you know and i feel like it really even when we're networking and meeting other um mods project founders like it doesn't really feel like networking compared to like web 2 like corporate networking so yeah yeah, I feel like it's just been like, it's, it's a really supportive platform for both women and just everyone. Dude, actually, it's like crazy how supportive being a woman in this space is, especially even if you reveal that you're a woman on a Twitter space too. Cause like coming from the gaming space, it's so, it's completely different. And whenever we use like voice chats for games, like we're always targeted for harassment. And it's just never been a comfortable feeling for a lot of women in the gaming industry to really sort of um be open about being a woman too yeah and i feel like the reason why the nft space is just so progressive is because the people that come into the space are just natural leaders and they're so open-minded to actually do their own research and see the opportunity instead of just echoing the negative stereotypes that's occurring over mainstream media about nfts how has joining the nft space affected your like both mental and physical health since I feel like my mental health surprisingly has improved and I think 
that mostly has to do with the fact that I'm not studying as much right now because <laughs> I'm, I'm like almost done. Whereas like before I was like, I was really stressed and I'm not very good at managing stress. And I'm the kind of type to like thrive under stress and pressure. So it was like a constant cycle of like putting myself under stress, like knowingly and like trying to like perform. Yeah. But now I'm just, I'm like doing what I want to do, you know, like no one forces me into being like community in NFTs. But yeah, yeah like surprisingly, because I know like we all feel FOMO and everything, but at the end of the day, like I have so much hope and like I have like a different vision with NFTs and how it's going to affect the whole future for all of us. So I don't know. I'm just really excited. But yeah. my physical health, on the other hand, has probably suffered a lot <laughs> because of when, I'm, when I'm not at work and like, you know, with patients, I'm like just home, like probably in Discord or Twitter. Because that's like kind of what I do for my NFT job. So like roll out of bed and then I'll like roll into my computer chair and then I roll back into my bed like at night. So I definitely need to get better, do better, like especially after like all my projects meant. I need to yeah. definitely have some sort of workout schedule. Vacante, I like you. Sometimes you respond in our group chat like at 4 or 5 a.m. your time and I'm like, oh my God, what is going on? It's you so bad. Fix your sleep schedule. Like no one expects me to be like EST time zone. Like every time I mentioned, they're like, "No, you're not." Like, cause I'm like, you know, in Singapore, and you're always up when I'm up, and I'm like, "Yeah." <laughs> Daph, how about you? Like, how's your mental and physical health since joining the space? How was how was your mental and physical health during like? Azuki launch. Oh my god. Oh man. I came into the NFT space with a really strong mental and honestly as time built up and getting closer to the launch like I was actually about to break apart like there was a ton of toxic positivity and a ton yeah. of manipulation throughout the whole mintless process and although seeing all that or feeling all of that I was I'm a very empathetic person too so yeah what I really pushed out was that um, I feel like NFT projects could change to help pivot to be more inclusive and which is what I'm really happy about Azuki and what they're doing with Bobu fractionalization and potential things and it's really been amazing to see that it's just NFT projects have the power to be more inclusive and it's whether or not it's up to the team and I feel like that's something that we can change in this space as well and after all that like I feel like after the mint I was able to get some time to really readjust, readjust everything and sort of go through a bit of the FOMO, but really stayed strong about being able to include more people for Azuki. And it's been, it's been quite a journey for my mental too. Yeah. But I definitely came out stronger now. <laughs> How's that physical health though? Oh man, don't. <laughs> okay. It's definitely lacking, but I looked back in like during the COVID times, you know, where I didn't have access to gyms or volleyball. I think I'm starting to, I was slacking a ton during the whole like three months of that buildup of Azuki, but now I've been sort of like trying to slowly improve by using like, you know, every day I brush my teeth and I do 60 squats as I do it. Oh, <laughs> It's actually really random, but like if you do, if you brush your teeth like 15 uh, squats per quadrant of your mouth, you can actually get cleaner teeth and bigger booty. I'm just saying that. <laughs> as, a, as a dental assistant, I support whatever you're saying right now. 
Because little did you know that unequal, um, there's a lot of people that uh, brush on one side of your mouth too much, and that was me. So I solved it by doing squats. By doing squats. No, for real. When you're like really tired in the morning, I feel like you like brush and you forget like which side you brush more, and then you just like, keep brushing that side. Yeah, exactly. So that's my one physical tip, and then also just do like. A YouTube video ab workout maybe every day trying to get that discipline in but are you talking about like that that 10 minute ab workout yes yeah. <laughs> the Chloe Ting 10 minute ab workout yes <laughs> how do you guys see the space being improved and like what do you think we can do to help improve the space well I feel like as consumers because you know as much as I'm involved in the team I also am a consumer and I like to buy things not only for the art, but also to invest. And I think as consumers, we should definitely do our own part by investing into projects that have a competent and transparent agenda. Um, mm -hmm. And as founders, I guess, we should not only explore alternative ways to kind of combat the current allow list distribution, everything, but also to be compassionate and in making innovations within the Web3 space. Daph, how about you? Like, from your experience with Azuki, like, how do you think the space can be improved? Like, what can we do? Honestly, as a team and coming from the project, like, we really wanted to raise standards. And that's what the NFT space needs right now. We often compare ourselves with other projects and kind of see how did they do and what was the issues coming up. And what we found was that there were so many improvements that we could make. And it was up to the team to really take charge of that and take initiative of sort of finding solutions to these issues, especially with gas wars. Um, and that's why Azuki team was really, really talented in sort of open sourcing their ERC 721A to help push all our projects to create a lower gas cost um, minting. That was and iconic. Really, yeah, and that it's was. been really amazing to see a ton of projects pick up, pick that up too as well. I guess I'll like end that with like, thank you guys so much for like both being a part of this podcast. Like, um, I'm sure people are gonna be really excited to not only hear about like your NFT experience, but like just outside, like who you guys are as people, right? Cause like we're often so um, invested in like the web three space and the discord space that like um, taking a second to like understand who these people are behind the scenes is super important. Um, and with that being said, guys, like, you know, we gotta like pivot and make it a little bit more fun. So like, I have a this and that game for you two. And I, I'm, I'm like curious to see what your choices are. So this is like, so this is this and that. So I'm gonna give you two options. It's like basically a fun run round. It's gonna be like a rapid round. I'm gonna just spew two different options. And you guys choose one. So without further ado, let's do this. All right, first one, singing or dancing? Singing. <laughs> I'm a little bit more towards the dancing side. Pecan, did you like karaoke? I do, but I'm, I'm like, seriously, I'm not saying this because I'm like good at singing or anything. I'm just like so bad at dancing. I do not have like a single bone in my body like that can move without looking really awkward. And like, I'm not saying this to be funny. I like really cannot move my body. Burger or pizza? Pizza. I'm a burger. See, we're different. Okay, sneakers or high heels? Sneakers. I like heels more. Yeah, <laughs> yeah do you? <laughs> God. Okay, next one, guys. Cat person or dog person? I'm a dog person. He's my baby. I'm a cat person. My cat. 
My cat is basically like a dog, but I get the best of both worlds. Next one, guys. Action movies or rom-coms? Ooh, I'm an action. I, I like... I don't know. I like both kind of equally because I have like two different moods. Like I like I love action, but there's just some days I just want to watch like The Notebook again and like rom-coms. Night. Oh, why am I asking this? I know what you guys are both. Night Owl or Early Riser? Night Owl. Night you know, Owl. I, I thought I was going to be a Night Owl until I started waking up at like 7 a.m. and what? being way more productive than I used to be. All right, guys. Introverted or extroverted? I'm like introverted, but at the same time, I feel like I'm more ex- have more like extrovert qualities than I thought. But like yeah, mainly introverted. Fair. I would yeah. say I'm I'm near the mi- middle, but leaning towards extroverted. But it really depends on the situation too, as well. All right, guys, coffee or tea? Tea. I'm a tea person too. Yeah. Ooh. Okay, beach vacation or city vacation? Beach for me. My favorite oh. is like. The all-inclusive resorts. <laughs> oh man, this sucks because I'm from like suburban. I grew up in suburban areas, and I like city, but I also like beaches too. All right, guys, salty or sweet food? Salty. I love umami. I love my light sweet desserts. I but love I do like egg tarts. Too. Oh, <gasps> yeah, egg tarts. Yes. Oh my god, Portuguese egg tarts. Yes. Yes, and Cantonese. Yes. Yeah, I just love all Cantonese desserts and like mm-hmm. Korean desserts. Yeah, yeah, so I can't. Yeah, Cantonese desserts are so good. Oh my god, yeah, I love dim sum. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> TV shows oh. or movies? Ooh, if it was like a movie series, then yes. But if it's anime TV series, then yes, that too as well. Weep three. Weep three. Yeah. <laughs> I like TV shows just because, like, whenever I, like, if I finish a movie, it's always great, but then I, there's always, like, oh, I have to wait, like, six months to a year for, like, the next one to come out. Whereas TV shows, I can kind of, like, wait until they're all out and I can binge watch it for, like, two days. It's, like, one of my favorite things to do. <laughs> all right, last few, guys. Breakfast or dinner? Breakfast. I mean, I mean, not breakfast, dinner. Dude, I don't even think I eat breakfast. Vanilla or chocolate? Okay, I like vanilla ice cream. Same. I actually do like vanilla ice cream, but I also love chocolate or chocolate milk or hot lava cakes. Waffles or pancakes? Waffles. Oh yeah, waffles for sure. Waffles, Waffles. you can make it crispy. Belgian waffles, you can can make it so good. You can make like chicken and waffles. You can make Mm -hmm. Belgian waffles. You can put anything you want on there. And so like pancakes too, but I feel like waffles, you can just, it's so versatile. Yeah. That's so true. I just love how serious we are about this. Like, I just love it. <laughs> you, guys, you guys had, like, a whole paragraph ready for that? Like, let me just tell you why waffles is okay. <laughs> They're just so superior at breakfast. <laughs> All right, Daph, Picante, we're going to wrap this up. But thank you guys so much for speaking. Like, I think it's it's been really insightful to hear about your guys' like, not only your NFT experiences, but like your IRL experiences, right? And like how you pivoted to your current position. So thank you guys so much. It's been great. And happy Valentine's Day to you both, aka Galentine's Day. Okay, I'm back. Hello? Guys, I literally looked in the mirror and I look so red and that is 100% for the rumors. <laughs> I see you tw- tweet on Twitter. Pretty tipsy right now. <laughs> literally. I was like, did you tweet that during the podcast? <laughs> I'm pretty sure I, 
you tried to eat it while someone was speaking. I was like, holy crap, I'm, I'm so unhinged right now. Just tell us you're grateful for us. Dude. I'm so grateful for dad and Sammy. Like, no, like seriously, like we've, I don't know, like our, I do just vibe, you know? And like, I'm not gonna lie, we've been drinking some seltzers to celebrate our <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Um, it's just just a great time, honestly. Like it doesn't even feel like I'm doing work. I like I'm just really chilling with you guys. I'm actually so grateful that I got tagged into this Twitter thread, and that. Hello. Sick. <laughs> <laughs> Bloopers. Rep. Run. I can't share my love for you guys, right? Okay, I love you guys. No, it's fun. It's it's so um, funny because like every time like you don't talk about how much you love us, we hear you perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, guys, guys, guys. Here, don't worry. I I got a perfect way to end this. Ready? Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. Day. Oh my God.